Welcome to the Victory Podcast, where God is the greatest power and we are never defeated. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I put out a podcast. I've been trying to do them every two weeks. Um, Last week I preached at my church and quite frankly, I didn't like the feeling of having to uh, prepare for two messages at the same time. So I pushed this one out to this week and I'm excited because we're going to be talking about the breastplate of righteousness. And so, what is a breastplate? How does it equate to righteousness? And how is this, how do we apply this to our everyday lives? We're going to get into all of that. Just sit back, relax, grab something to eat, something to drink, whatever you do in the morning, afternoon, or night, whenever you're listening to this. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Back in these times that Paul was writing, the breastplate was usually a tough, sleeveless piece of leather or heavy material with animal horn or hoof pieces sewn on, and it covered the soldier's full torso, protecting his heart and other vital organs. This was important in combat because you didn't want anything piercing any of those vital organs, the heart the lungs, the kidneys, the spleen. You didn't want any of those to be pierced because it would be fatal. Now, today we have modern day uh, breastplates that are called bulletproof vests. Now, something that people don't actually know about bulletproof vests are that they are not really bulletproof. They're actually bullet resistant. The reality is that bullet resistant vests don't protect the wearer from every threat. The bulletproof vest is comprised of very strong non-woven and or woven ballistic fibers. The material will stop a bullet similar to how a net will stop a tennis ball or volleyball. It causes the bullet to turn, slow it down, and send its energy through the whole panel. The bullet mushrooms, which helps in the process. Keep in mind that the slower the bullet is, the better off the wearer is going to be. So how does a breastplate equate to righteousness? Or how is righteousness like a a breastplate? Well, we'll get into that in the next segment. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 1 that says, Dead flies 
caused the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. So doth a little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. Now, of course, an apothecary is somebody that makes perfumes and ointments, and frequently, when the maker of those uh, perfumes and ointments um, would would be making these things, flies uh, would be attracted to the ointment or the perfume. They would fly in it, get stuck in it, and die. And when the fly died, um, the perfume would no longer start to smell good, but it would give off a foul stench because that fly had died in it and it began to or turn that good smelling thing into something that was not so savory to smell. That is exactly what happens when we don't watch our character, when we aren't careful with what we say or what we do. When we are children of God, we have to exude righteousness. We have to exude a good character. We have to make sure that when people see us, they see Christ. When people see us, they see God's hand working in this world. We are the light of the world. (laughs) We are the salt of the earth. If anybody should have a good character, it should be us as children of God. And so when we begin to look at righteousness in light of what a breastplate is and what it does, when the devil fires those fiery darts at us and tries to uh, besmirch our name or to spread lies about us or to turn our, our reputation into something that is not of God. It is our character that just like the, the bulletproof vest, it slows down the fiery dart. It turns it around and it sends the energy back out. So In essence, righteousness is our bullet or fiery dart resistant vest. It is our breastplate. When the devil tries to fire off his darts at us, it is our righteousness that blocks it. It is our righteousness that slows it down. It is our righteousness or our character that sends that that energy back out instead of um, that energy being consumed in us. Because if it hits us and it gets consumed in us, then it will destroy us. And that is ultimately the devil's agenda to steal, kill, and destroy the people of God. But it is because of our righteousness or our character that the devil is not able to destroy us. Now, the biggest question is, what kind of righteousness 
are you walking around in? Are you walking around in self-righteousness or are you walking around in God's righteousness? Self-righteousness is having or showing the attitude of someone who strongly believes in the rightness of his or her actions or opinions. It is um, marked by believing that one is totally correct or morally superior. This is counterproductive to the work of Christ because we cannot make up our own morality. We cannot make up our own rules. We cannot believe that all of our actions are right and all of our opinions are right, especially when they are unfounded, which is another uh, key indicator of a self-righteous person. They they, they believe in a certainty that is an unfounded one. And so when we begin to unfold this idea of self-righteousness, it reminds me of a scripture in Isaiah, Isaiah 64 and 6. It says, but we are all an unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And we do all fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. If self-righteousness were such a good thing, then the Bible wouldn't describe them, describe our righteousness as filthy rags. It's dirty. It's nasty. It more than likely stinks. That's what self-righteousness does. However, as children of God, we must walk in God's righteousness. We have to carry God's character. We have to lean on the ways and the words of Christ. And so, I... I should define what what character really means. It means moral or ethical quality. You know, our, our morality can't be one that we make up. Our morality has to come from the word of God. Our morality has to be rooted and planted on the solid foundation of Christ. See, when we are in Christ, the Holy Spirit begins to change us to be like Christ. He doesn't just leave us on our own. He leads us and guides us into the fullness of Christ. And so then we begin to take on the, the righteousness of Christ, the character of Christ. And so 
we cannot do that if we are never reading the word of God. We can never do that if we are never praying. We cannot do that if we are not displaying the fruit of the spirit. And if you're not in Christ, today is a good day to be in Christ. Today is a good day to give your life to God through Jesus Christ. Today is a good day to repent for your sins and to ask Jesus to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. That way, he can begin to birth in you his righteousness so that you can be more like Christ. This is why the breastplate of righteousness is so important to us as believers. detector. The Hembley brothers, Brett and Sinoff, were inventors. Inventing was all they ever wanted to do. They worked around the clock every day on whatever the current invention was until they completed it and sold it to the public. They were very successful. The only problem was they hated to interact with people, except for going to the market to buy food or supplies for their inventing they never had to. Thank God, because it was like pulling teeth for them. They enjoyed each other's company, mainly because they could trust each other. Many times, trying to sell their inventions, they were cheated by the business people trying to acquire them. The Hembley brothers never knew when people were lying or trying to deceive them. This angered them and caused them to be a little afraid. One day, after being cheated out of the full worth of their mousetrap clock, they determined this world, this would never happen again. They began planning on the greatest invention of all time, a righteous detector, a machine that would indicate the people who were righteous in society. By using this machine, they would never be taken again. They figured since there were already devices that could indicate when people were lying, a machine that could tell when someone had a righteous nature would also be possible. Well, they began working right away, testing people's brain enneagrams, hormones, rapid eye movement, breath rates, skin pigmentations, and so forth around the clock, day after day, year after year, in their dark little workshop for over 30 years, until finally one day, they did it. They could not believe that it was true. After so long, their life's work was finally finished and they couldn't wait to try it out. They had dreamed of a world where people could not lie any longer and get away with it. They imagined that their newest invention would change the world. Every business and court of the land would have one of their devices and dishonesty would be the thing of the, a thing of the past. As they were getting ready to present their invention, they looked in the mirror and saw that they had aged. They were now old men, and 
never realized how quickly time had passed. They now had white hair and wrinkled skin, and the only thing they had to show for it was this new invention. Well, the time they had lost was not in vain, because they were the two inventors who had just changed the world. There was a great stir in the general public over this invention. People had ridiculed the Hembley brothers in the media, saying they were on a fool's errand. But now, they had the world's attention. The day came that the righteous detector was to be demonstrated on Wall Street, and a large crowd was expected to be in attendance. The Hembley brothers, now well-dressed and clean-shaven, were there in person on stage with their device to begin what they believed was the beginning of a new world, free from lies and deceit. After the speeches were finished, it was time to demonstrate the long-awaited device. The Hembley brothers, who were now nicknamed the Righteous Brothers, stepped to the side of the podium and asked for a volunteer to come up out of the audience so they could test the machine. A large woman stepped forward and walked up onto the stage and stood beside the now famous inventors. They pointed the machine in her direction and turned it on. The machine indicated she was not righteous. So indignant, she was asked to sit down and another volunteer was asked to step up onto the stage. One person after another came forward until they had tested hundreds of people, all shown to not be righteous. After a while, the audience began to leave and the media branded the Hembley brothers failures. As the brothers sat on the edge of the stage, being the only two left in the auditorium, they talked amongst themselves, trying to figure out what had happened and what had went wrong. While they were thinking, a scripture reference that their mother had often told them came to mind. It was, there are none righteous, no, not one. You see, the righteous detector worked, they just had no way of proving it. this podcast today always remember there's there's none righteous not one of us on our own we could never be righteous this is why Jesus needed to die and rise again because he is the only one that is righteous and once we receive Christ into our lives the Holy Spirit begins to change us into righteous people like Christ This is the whole point of being a Christian, is to be Christ-like. And that is the only way we will be righteous, is if we assume Christ's righteousness through the Holy Spirit. And our righteousness is like a breastplate. It it, it slows down the darts of the devil. It, It turns it around and it sends the energy back out so that it doesn't consume us. It doesn't affect us. It may hit us, but it won't take us out. 
It may hit us, but it won't kill us. It may hurt a little bit, but it will not put us under. And that is what righteousness does for us. It is like a breastplate. And so uh, I want to encourage you daily, put on the breastplate of righteousness because it is our character ultimately that will deflect these fiery darts of the devil. Until next time, God bless you.